the um, House of not House of Blues at the um, uh, Hard Rock. Yeah, the Hard Rock in Boston. They have the um, like songwriting notes from like some ridiculous Beatles tune that's just like ideas written on a piece of paper and they got it on the freaking wall. So it's pretty cool. Oh, um, there's a Jimi Hendrix one, dude. Um, uh, a Jimi Hendrix uh, note for um, uh, Hey Joe. Huh. Pretty cool. I was like, geez. I went to that place and I stepped in and the first thing that I saw when I walked in was the hat that Stevie Ray Vaughan wore on the cover of In Step. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm so glad I came here. Because <laughs> I, I, um, I, I saw the thing the hat the last album he put out before he died it's like really sucks but it's like such a wonderful thing to be able to see i didn't know they had that in boston yeah they were hard rock no i mean like the like the hat i didn't realize that was in boston that's oh no it's totally there i was gonna say like last time i checked there's a hard rock in boston yeah (laughs) (laughs) i went there 10 years ago but (laughs) (laughs) brian did i ever tell you about the time that i found the guthrie center for the first time like the the Alice's Restaurant Church. Um, no. It was like that that same Stevie Ray Vaughan hat feeling, where like I uh, <laughs> I I like went on a pilgrimage, which I've done several times since, just just to do it. Like I want to go once a year, but I never go once a year. But uh, I like basically went on this pilgrimage to find the church mentioned in Alice's restaurant, which is like the same place like where the movie was filmed and the movie isn't nearly as popular as the song, but I love it nonetheless. And uh, so I kind of had a vague sense of where it was, but I like was like, all right, I don't want to use a GPS to find this. I want to like, I'm going to like look on Google maps to see like the vague area where it is. And then I'm going to leave my house and drive three hours there and just like kind of drive around until I see the steeple. And that's exactly what happened is like through the, through the trees, I see this big towering white steeple and I'm like, Oh my God, I found it. And then I just like parked and got out and like ran around the church grounds. And it's not a very big property, but it's like, um, you know, it's, it's still got like the red VW bus parked out front and, um, like a big Whoa. portrait of Woody Guthrie on the window by the by the front doors and um, with like a quote from him, I think. And yeah, it was like it was exactly that feeling, the Stevie Ray Vaughan hat feeling right. <laughs> of like, oh, my God, I'm like in the presence of greatness and like there's legend in the air. And yeah, I've not felt something like that other than seeing that freaking hand. <laughs> um, not that I can remember, at least. <laughs> I don't know. They have a couple of really, really marvelous things at Hard Rock. Um, not that I can remember right this second, but would love to go back. Where is the Hard Rock in Boston? I have no idea. I think it's like Faneuil Hall area. Is it? Okay. It's at least on that side. It might be like in Faneuil Hall or something, but it's on like the water side of the of the city. It's in its own building, I think. But I forget. Mm. No idea. <laughs> it's in some building. All I know is that they have a venue inside that I won't play at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What meaning you're never gonna play the hard rock? Is that oh no mean? no meaning like no 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 like I I'll submit all I'd like <laughs> I'm not I'm not for the room and that's fine. <laughs> um, that's like that's totally been such a big piece that has come to me in my <laughs> in my life now. More recently is that like I've I've never been less mad to not play in rooms in my entire life. Like it's just like oh well if they won't have me then they won't have me. 
like there's a very old building that's from uh if i say the year it'll totally give away the building but if it's like if it's uh it's some like mid 1700s um building and i've submitted there for year after year after year after year and they will not work with me so i'm just like i used to be like I can't really, I do everything. And now I'm just like, okay, I will uh, play at the other places and uh, just like not get all wound up about it. And then there's some great places that I totally did. Uh, there's a lot of places I've always wanted to play at and um, I don't get to play them. And then there are other places that I've never freaking heard of in my life, but I get to play there. You know what I mean? Like somebody says, Hey Brian, come play this place. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Sure. I'll show up. I'll do that. And then I show up and I'm like, Oh my God, I, this place is probably better than the places I, I know I want to play at. Yeah. That's like, the best <laughs> expectations. Uh, expectation is the thief of joy or comparison <laughs> is the thief of joy. What is it? It's happiness is reality minus expectation. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now that's the feeling I got. Like, um, Remember when Woolen Mills got shut down, I was in like a really, I wasn't in a particularly dark place, but I, I was like, I had the knowledge that, okay, I'm going to have to figure this out. I'm going to have to find like where fulfillment is knowing that I can't run a venue anymore, at least for the time being. And that like, I'm not going to be able to offer what I used to be able to offer to the community and most importantly, I don't have a home club anymore because like, because this was a place that I ran myself, this was where I was the most comfortable performing and could really like stretch out the most and, and, and workshop stuff the most and everything. And I went to see, um, the folk singer Marie Sue in Brattleboro, Vermont. And it was a show in this, uh, in this barn, just in, in a, in a residential neighborhood, in this barn that was all like decked out in candles and Christmas lights and stuff. And it was like exactly the atmosphere that I would want in any show that I would, that I would play. Um, right. Tons of fire hazards, but it was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just exactly the right atmosphere. And um, it was such a great experience. And I just came out of it knowing that there's never a shortage of things that are going to subvert your expectations. And there's never a shortage of things that are going to offer you experiences you didn't know you needed to have or didn't know that you could have. And I just came away from that having learned that the traditional tropes of like the DIY music space are not what you need to bring with you. What you need to bring with you is that spaces can be transformed and moments can be shared. Yeah. And to always be open to that experience and to always be open to what you might be called upon to do in order to cultivate those moments and what you like, I showed up at this house, the first one to show up for this show. And the owner of the house was legit. Like, can you build a fire in the backyard? Cause people are going to start showing up soon and we still need time to set up the sound system. And I was like, yeah, I'll build the fire. Why not? It's <laughs> just like, okay, this is what it's about. You know, I needed to be retaught this lesson because this is where I am right now. I just got my venue shut down and I'm just going to participate in somebody else's cultivation of these moments. And they're happening everywhere you look, but you just need to be receptive to them. And you're not always going to be the one to steward them. Mm -hmm. But more often than not, you can find them where you're not necessarily looking for them. You just need to be open. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to end up at a place and be like, oh, I'm needed here. Cool. Okay. 
Like, because you think you're only needed at, in the exact way that you wish to be needed to, you put yourself out there and say, hello, does anybody need me? Like, that's not quite it. And yeah. then like, you go out to some place and you're like, oh man, I'm needed this way. I, I, I'd like to explain, I'd like to tell a quick thing about being needed. Um, <laughs> I was at a house show because I used to run shows in Winchenden and they all kind of tanked and people weren't coming and that was the end of that. Yeah. Um, and it was like rather innocent. People just weren't coming. It's no big deal. It's just what it is. And yeah. then um, I was at a show. Um, screw it. I'll tell them. Um, Congress, the Congress house. Um, they're like great this is the, kids. The mid 1700s um, ones. <laughs> No, not that place. Okay. Um, no, that was the other place. Um, but no, um, the Congress House is just like um, some kids that live near Fitchburg State University. And um, I went to one of their shows and some kid got sick, um, like on the stairs of the house. And like it was the middle of a band and no one was there. And there was mm. just yak all over the place. And I like, came up into it and was like, Oh, Jesus. And like, and so without asking anyone, without asking anybody, I just like went to work and just made it disappear and nobody knew anything. And mm. then like, I didn't tell anybody, I didn't do anything. And then like the end of the night, they're like, Brian, how's things? And I was just like, oh, that's a cool, like, like cool, cool show, cool time. It was very loud. So I was like hanging upstairs and mm. um, they were like, I, I, catching a song or two, but like not staying for whole sets because whatever, it's just too much for me. Um, and then uh, later somebody was just like, what do you mean you had like a good time? Like you were like, you had like your hands and someone's like vomit. I was just like, and then my friend was just like, what? You did what? And I was just like, I don't know. Some kid got sick all over the place and I picked it up and they're just like, you don't have to do that. You don't live here. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I walked up to it and I was like, oh, I'm needed. Here I am. Cause I've done that kind of shit before in my jobs. And it's like, I just was needed. And so uh, I did not plan on going to this venue to be the janitor and to kind of like try to get good doobie points and make everybody like me. Um, but it's not bad if it happens. Huh? No, but um <laughs> But no, seriously, it was like kind of a relief to be like, like we all want to be like, I'm very useful. This, who wants to see how useful I am? Check out what I can do. Yeah. But then it's nice to, uh, it's nice to, as you know, to put it even simpler than the story I just told, you go to some place and you need to open a door from somebody and you're like, oh, cool. I could open this door from somebody. I'm useful and I do not even want to be. Well, and to recognize that you're often a part of somebody else's story and not just your yeah. own. You know, you're not just the protagonist in your own myth. And I think that's something that I needed to to learn, especially at that time. I mean, you carry that out with you when uh, you're like, oh, like, well, you can't run the shows anymore and you will be very significant and useful to somebody in another capacity. And it's like you're you're being very useful running the shows. And I had a ball playing the show I, I played with you. And um, I was happy to see like, like I only ended up with one. And I was just like, wow, Joel always has these great people here. And that service is not gone when the venue doesn't operate anymore. Exactly. And like the, all, of, all of that energy is still there and it is not erased. Law of the universe. Like the, the matter, what matters cannot be erased. And so. it's like, to me, I just found that it was more about developing the mental resources and the mental faculties to answer when called upon. That's kind of what I came away from it with. 
I mean, I, I've heard other people say that before, like, like the Michael character, y'all know him. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Michael character ran great shows in Quincy for a while and then they just were done. And I was like, yeah. I was like, Jimmy, no, how could they? he's like, Brian, everything is in its own era and everything mm. is in its own time. Mm. And we could sit and weep over it or be like, well, we did it for however many years they did it. And then they're not. And then we're playing somewhere else. And then and then another room gets to hear all the fun music we're doing. So it's kind of nice. You're yeah. sort of a constantly <laughs> traveling, touring project. <laughs> yeah. I have to say I like that about it. Like about that, just that philosophy, just that like um, acceptance. Because ultimately, you know, how many spaces, how many like warehouse or DIY spaces actually last more than a few years anyway? And then it's time to move on and, and maybe share the experience with somebody else or share the experience with a, in a different community. There, This is what I learned. is like there are any number of permutations where the same feeling that you get at the best DIY show you've ever been to is possible. And it doesn't even need to be at a show. I think it just needs to be a shared experience in some way. Or I think it just needs to be the cultivation of art meets growth meets community meets some kind of enlightenment meets some kind of epiphany. I don't know. It's hard to quantify or qualify. It's just like, you know, it when you feel it. So the best thing that you can do is prepare yourself and equip yourself to participate in it when it calls you to. Yeah. And to be accepting of the end, you know, to kind of like all those scenes, they are so short lived in a weird way. Like they only last a few years and it's not like a venue venue where it can way overstay its welcome. If the real estate's cheap or something like it, there's something cool about like a community that really is able to access that zeitgeist, whatever it might be, because they grow more rapidly, you know, and there's, there's a unity, but like if it's successful and if everybody is growing the way that you should in a place where you feel that nurtured, like it will end because you will find something beyond what you have there. So there's a weird rhythm to it and kind of like an ecosystem that happens that I, I really like. And it's so bittersweet because like all the places that I've loved that have done that are gone. And it's like, I still think of them as fondly and I miss them as much as I did the day they ended. But it's also like, no, I'm, I'm glad in a way, you know, we, we moved beyond that. Now there's a new thing going on. Mm. I mean, I, I think it's important to, I'm happy to even talk about it at all, but like having, having run a venue and having run a show, it's like so significant because when a venue closes, it's kind of like, oh man, that's done. But I met this friend there. Mm -hmm. I played this show with this band that I really liked. I met this band here, this band there, blah, blah, blah. You know, Joel, I'll, I'll tell you, um, here, here's a here's a heart to heart for you. you know, bear my soul to you. Um, one of my friends died recently, and the only time he ever saw me play was when he came to the show at the, at the mill. Oh, my gosh. So the only show I ever played for him. Yeah, the only show I ever played for him was when he uh, came to the mill with me. So, like, cool shit. Thanks, Joel. You know what oh I mean? Oh my god! Like he never wanted to come to any of my shows. He never wanted to come to one of my shows. He ever. was one of the one of the six people that you packed into the car with. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was just like really happy to play songs for him, and it was a good thing because I couldn't talk him into coming to some uh, club or something like that because he like drinks too much. And then mm. I told him like, "Dude, you can't come drink at the show, but please come." And like I'm sure he drank 
before and after but like I totally brought him and told him I'm like no they don't have alcohol there you can't have alcohol there it's my friend Joel's place you can't do it so you know uh, that was like a big deal so these 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 uh, things have ripples because I was always like like for a minute I was like god damn it he never saw me play this sucks I can't stand it and then I was like he did see me play because I you know, and I know it sucks to make it all about me, but at the same time, like I wrote songs for him about him and about the life we live, the life we lived together, that I ended up kind of depicting in the songs I write. So like he sure. hears stuff in my songs and goes and goes, ah, I know that stuff. So we're sort of speaking a language to him in a way. Yeah. And I was com- writing the songs to communicate with people like him and to him very specifically at some points. Um, so hey. There's a story for you. Thank you for sharing that. So these places, these places really, 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 really matter. I think. So yeah, and like a, a venue can have one show. A place can have one show. <laughs> and, and then it's very important. And we never forget it. I mean, I think I played one show at the Umbrella Gallery in Fitchburg in 2010. And then they closed down. I mean, they had way more shows than that. But I only got to play there once. And uh, whatever, that's the end of that place. Mm. So I don't know. I, I I tend to like like when you cultivate the practice of being very very grateful about things, you like can be a lot happier, more graceful. And I think Ram Das said, "When suffering is grace, you'll feel like you're cheating." Oh, that's <laughs> good. Funny stuff, <laughs> which I thought was really really great because like you're suffering for something and you're like ah let it let it happen because it'll inform me and it'll like cut cracks in me so more light can shine into me and then you're like uh, his words not mine and then um, he's like when, and, and when suffering feels like grace you'll feel like you're cheating. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a good line. It's really really great. <laughs>